Episode 109, Playoff Chad, NFL Divisional Playoffs Review, and then we've got our championship uh, previews coming up. Coach, how are you doing this evening? I am doing great, man. Uh, obviously, <clears throat> wild weekend of football, uh, Saturday, uh, I would say collectively, the entire Chiefs kingdom um, was it like lost their breath on that play when, when Patrick Mahomes got sacked and like our lives, our playoff lives, our football lives flashed through before our eyes. But again, we got the job done. And part of the name of this title or the name of this title is playoff Chad and playoff Chad helped us get the dub. So uh crazy game. Uh, we'll go into that here in a second, but uh, yeah, man, wild weekend of football. Yeah, it was just really – I was kind of thinking that as as the season winds down, we're going to see less and less upsets. And, uh, you know, I believe we were on the same page for every game except uh, except you had picked the Giants there, which they ended up letting you down big time. And then obviously the Bills let us both down. So we could not be perfect even with only four games there. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we still saw some surprises, and uh, we'll go into those in a little bit. But why don't we kick it off with a win for one of the two teams that we feature here on the show. Uh, the Chiefs won over the Jags 27 to 20. I believe they covered the spread. Or no, was it nine they were predicted to win by? Uh, I, th- I thought it was seven. Oh, the, 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 I, betters were happy that the Jacksonville got that field goal at the end. There you go. That. So, uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence had an okay night 24 for 39, 217, a touchdown. You guys made it out picking him off as well. That was uh, Jalen Watson. Great. I mean, that guy could be a receiver the way he high pointed that ball. That was that mm-hmm. was something. And at the perfect time. And then why don't you break down what what happened with Patty and Chad and just the whole squad? And and all I really have is a little stat lines for you, and that's it. Yeah. So uh, watched the first part of the game live. Uh, not. I mean, obviously watched it not at the stadium, but watch it on TV. And then I had to kind of listen to the rest of the game uh, on on the radio. And Mitchell Fist just always um, always kills it on the radio. So that, I'm glad that I live around here. And I have XM radio too, but living around here, it comes in crystal clear, so I can listen to it on an AM radio. Um, but yeah, Patty, Patty got injured. Um, and, uh, you know, watching that happen, I really didn't know if it was going to be his ankle, his Achilles, his knee. It just was a bad angle and the way he limped off the field and, you know, went to the locker room, you're immediately thinking the worst. Um, and then, you know, the chiefs start at their own two yard line and then playoff Chad comes in leads a 98-yard touchdown drive capped off by a uh, TD to um, man beautiful himself, Travis Kelsey, who had another ridiculous game, 14 receptions, 98 yards, two touchdowns. Um, Again, he just, you know, we obviously joke on the show about my man crush on Travis Kelsey, but he is unbelievable. Um, Yeah, he's a freak. He's a freak, and you know him and his brother are just you know ridiculously good athletes. I think his brother might have had a better weekend than him. Watching that, watching that yeah, game. Yeah, Jason. Jason's the man. I always oh, just tore you know, it up. Oh my god! I, I'm glad that we have you know like a second team All Pro in Creed Humphrey uh, that we don't necessarily need to have Jason Kelsey. But man, I think it'd be cool if J- Jason and Travis were on the same. Team. Would, why couldn't they make that happen? You got you know you got two in of the Watt brothers yeah. in uh, Pittsburgh. Why not? Yeah, get the two Kelsey. Get the Kelsey well, brothers too, in case. Too much yeah. cash, probably. Yeah. You know. Too too much cash, and you know we got we got Creed Humphrey, so we're okay. But um, yeah, man, just a, a, a crazy game. Jacksonville, uh, 
Jacksonville played hard. You know, they stayed in the game a lot, a lot more than I thought they would. Uh, obviously, you're getting Patrick Mahomes comes back in the second half, is, you know, still scores a touchdown, still has a, a, a beautiful throw to MVS. Um, you could see him come down on his ankle, and he, I think he instantly regretted that. But, um, wasn't his normal mobile self um, where he's just, you know, making crazy plays that, you know, are just normally done in Madden. Um, so, you know, MRIs and everything like that came out. He's like got like an, a high ankle sprain. Um, so he will obviously not be practicing this week. He'll just be, uh, just be resting and, and doing rehab to try and get that ankle as good as it can be for Sunday. Uh, a positive is we do have the, la- the late game on Sunday and he doesn't have the travel too. Um, but, uh, you know, overall great effort by the chiefs, you know, when something like that happens and you like l- potentially lose your quarterback, that can just be detrimental to team morale. They rallied behind him. Um, you know, he showed his, his grit and determination and, and, and everything and showed what a true leader of a football league, football team is, as you would say, captain frog and i thought that was hilarious and apparently captain frog captain frog yeah we me and i think patrick mahomes sometimes both sound like frogs um so we'll copyright frog, it united in our frogness um but uh yeah you know nick bolton had another great game 10, 10 total tackles frank clark was great um you know obviously Jalen watson had that interception um and we got it done you know i i like i said i came on here and, and said i thought it was gonna be like a two touchdown game you were the closest. You thought it was going to be the same as it was the last time when it was 27-17, and you were you were mm-hmm. damn close on that. Um, but, yeah, man, we got it done, um, and that's what matters most. You know, playoff games typically are not blowouts unless it's the Giants and the Eagles, and uh, we got the dub, man. We're, you know, we're, 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 we're going to our fifth straight AFC championship game, which is incredible. And uh, we move on, and we got we got a tough battle coming up next week against the Bengals, a team that just seems to be firing all cylinder, cylinder, cylinders. Excuse me, ten game winning streak. So uh, we got a lot to work on, a lot to just kind of um, square up, and hope that Patty gets as healthy as he can. But great win, it's closer than I wanted to be. But main thing is we got it done, and Isaiah Pacheco has a thousand percent established himself as the. Uh, as a steal of the draft. Steal of the draft, really. You know, it, there's there's checks and balances, and I think a lot of Chiefs fans are upset with Sky Moore because, uh, you know, you, you could have got Pickens. And I agree with that to an extent, but it's the yin and yang factor, you know. Yeah, maybe you drafted Sky Moore too, you know, too early, but you also got Isaiah Pacheco at the end of, you know, in the seventh round. So it, everything evens itself out typically, so. Happy with the win and uh, happy with the way Pacheco ran the ball. He's going to have to run the ball like that Sunday against the Bengals because we know Patty's not going to be 100. Yeah, so we're going to have a lot to digest when we do our preview of the Bengals game. But, you know, like like we we saw, Pacheco really has established himself in that position. And he's been pretty healthy for the majority of the year as well, which is something you want to see in your running back. Granted, he's a rookie, but... You know, we're seeing a lot of guys dip out early and, and he's shown that he's pretty resilient and the guy just seems to have uh, an endless motor. So you love to see that. And like we, we talked about before is just having a competent quarterback is such a game changer in this league. Some teams, if their their number one guy goes down, that is literally it. And then you have some freak situations like in San Francisco, uh, Baltimore, 
you know, you guys where you can still be competitive uh, even if your top guy goes down. So testament to Chad Henney. Great job, dude. Held it together again, just like he did the year before when Patty went out for a minute. Um, and we'll get into just Mahomes' toughness overall when we do our little breakdown for the, the Bengals game. But I don't know how many other quarterbacks would run back on the field after that or be that pissed that they couldn't go back in. He he doesn't show a lot of – I mean, he shows emotion on the sideline, but not like Brady-type emotion. And I saw him like launch his the, – uh, the huge overcoat they wear. He was pissed. Like he was – he – wanted to go in and finish this out. I mean, I'm sure he's happy. He, to... he is a competitor to the, to the max. And I don't want to say it's almost to his, to a, to a detriment, but, um, you know, he obviously trusts Andy Reid and they have, they have an amazing relationship, but, uh, yeah, no, I watching that. I was just like, chill out, dude. Play up. Chad. Yeah. Play up Chad. Dude. Right. Let Chad game. close it out again. He can do it. You did it without Tyreek and so can Chad. So shout out Chad Henney, getting it done. Chiefs advance to the AFC Championship for the fifth time in a row, I believe. Mm-hmm. Raiders can't even win a playoff game. So that's great. We might as well just call this the Chiefs Rivalry Podcast. Mm-hmm. Just the kingdom. The, um, kingdom. the kingdom, yeah. But we're not doing that because I need some purpose. Uh, so we'll move on to their next game, which does you know directly reflect onto the, the upcoming preview. This one was more surprising to me than the Giants and Eagles game. Bengals 27, Bills 10. So, like I said, I did not see this coming. Um, Josh Allen really just didn't play as well as Burrow. He was inaccurate throwing the ball. Obviously, it was snow up there, but you're at home. You guys, this is a thing where, oh, my gosh, you know, this is football. It's snowy. It's gritty. Um, the conditions are, are brutal. And the Bills are expected to thrive in it, and they really didn't just – the, the Bills defense looked out of sync. They were playing the soft coverage. And when you watch the two, you know, you know Burrow's going to have to get the ball out quick because his O-line is depleted. And you know how depleted his O-line was? He was sacked one time and he was hit three. Uh, Josh Allen was sacked one time and hit eight times. You would think that the O-lines were, were you know, were swapped. Um, so this was surprising to me. I, I know that Definitely losing Von Miller was going to have an effect, but not this much where they really couldn't pre- create any pressure on Joe Burrow. And like we said, that soft zone coverage gives him just a little bit of time for his receiver to find that gap. And who better to find the gap than T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, and, Tyler Boyd and that crew. And he's getting the ball out lightning fast, and uh, the Bills couldn't respond appropriately. So it was really an issue on both sides of the ball. Um, but then you see the Bengals, they're playing press man coverage, with like one safety over the top and then they're doubling digs or whoever else feels, you know, comes that way. So they had the game plan down. They executed. It was like the weather had no effect. You know, the, the first drive Joe Burrow just nailed that to uh Jamar chase in the back of the end zone. It was beautiful. And, and to be honest, that touchdown that got called back was probably a touchdown also, but there's no controversy on it because they won by 17. So, uh, you know, Bengals look deadly inefficient. Uh, I had my doubts with them after the Ravens game. They didn't look great, but they looked, pretty good and i'm really annoyed that eli apple has decided it's time to resurface because him disappearing after the super bowl last year was great clearly he hasn't learned his lesson um coach your take on it since yeah i was i want to say i'm a little bit surprised by that um you know I, i think the the narrative that josh allen can't win a big game um i don't necessarily know if it's necessarily a premature notion to have but he hasn't been getting it done, you know, whether it came to, you know, the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs last year in the divisional round. 
Um, and then, uh, you know, this year to, um, to, uh, to the Bengals, it's just, it shows that he, uh, they need a running game is what they need. He can't be their primary running back and everything. Um, but uh, really kind of inexcusable to get your ass kicked that bad. Uh, 27 to 10 is. Um, That's a blowout. It's a blowout. Yeah. yeah. At home when you're a Super Bowl favorite, Josh Allen's, you know, the preseason MVP. Um, Not anymore. I, I, said, I was shocked. But again, you know, Joe Burrow, Joe Cool comes in there um, and is. You, you know, some of what Orlowski says, you know, uh, Mahomes is the best player in football, but Burrow's the best quarterback. Like, I get what he's saying to an extent. I also, you know, still think Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback, but his, avail- his ability to be able to read defenses and, and be calm, cool, and collected under pressure is huge. He's obviously got a ton of weapons in Chase, Boyd, and Higgins, and Mixon, Mixon and Samani Pijron. You know how you say it? Um, Pijron. Pijron. And yeah, makeshift offensive line, but a great defense. Uh, Bengals are tough, man. You know, they had a, they stumbled in the beginning of the season and kind of set themselves up to not be, you know, potentially number one seed. Uh, but yeah, we got a tough game next week, but they went in there to Buffalo Orchard Park and kicked ass. And uh, they were playing with a major chip on their shoulder. And that showed to me and showed to be pretty evident. And uh, they were no mercy. And I, I kind of like Burrow at the end there. He said, I hope they are offering refunds for all those tickets you bought to Atlanta. Um, because we all kind of thought that that was a foregone conclusion. But Bengals are a great team. Uh, it is no easy task next week. And uh, Bang- or, uh, the Bills are back to, you know, they signed Von Miller last year for situations like this. Mm-hmm. He's obviously injured. There are some injuries to the team. We'll give him that. There's injuries to everybody. Um, but yeah, where do they where do they go from here? They just they're it's 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 becoming more and more like you know Peyton Manning finally broke through at one point. I think Josh Allen probably will, but um, he's got to cut back on those turnovers. When you're leading the league in turnovers, like it's I don't care how many how far you can launch the ball if you're fumbling and giving up interceptions in key plays, you, you're not going to win. So. Well, if you remember, it was kind of early in the league. He was always challenging Pat Mahomes to like a like a distance throw competition. And uh, this was before he was even kind of established. He was just getting his feet wet in Buffalo. And I said, I, I didn't really care for it because I said, Mahomes is launching the ball 60 yards, but they're accurately landing in the hands of receivers. You're just chucking a ball. Like I'm really not impressed. Um, you know, same thing with like Zach Wilson and his little, the combine throw hurt around the world. Like if you can't connect with your receivers in real life, I, it's not interesting to me. And uh, that's kind of how I felt there. And I think his passing has improved, but it's just still not refined enough. So I think there people are talking about maybe it's, it's the coaching. Uh, I don't see it that way. I think they need maybe another receiver and, you know, we'll put plenty of guys in the body shop later on and, and critique what their offseason needs are, but, you know, definitely receive another receivers in the mix for them. And, um, you know, like I said, I want them to run the hell out of the ball with Jared Cook, and when they finally did, they started to have a little success. But I don't know why they go away from that dude. He's pretty nice. Yeah, yeah, my, that'd be my. They need a they need a running back. I don't necessarily think they need another receiver, but again, that's off season stuff. Yeah. Let's move on to my Giants, who got Your their shit stomped. There was a lot of fly eagle flying that game, and good lord. Um, so, any doubts about Jalen Hurts being uh, healthy? Do we can put that one to rest? Mm-hmm. He looked incredibly dynamic. Uh, the read options with him and Miles Sanders were just absolutely 
mind effing um, the Giants. Wasn't even close. And uh, their offensive line just played like absolute studs, and they neutralized Kayvon Thibodeau and Dexter Lawrence. The guys were basically invisible. Giants need a lot of work, and uh, the Eagles just had a freaking field day. They looked like really they could do whatever they want. That's kind of how I – there was never a time where I thought the Giants had momentum and were going to bring it back. I don't know if you felt differently, but – Yeah, no, there's really not a whole lot to talk about. This game wasn't close at all. Uh, Jalen Hurts was like yelling back. Uh, Eagles were dominant on both the offensive – you know, their, their O-line and D-line just dominated. That's what you need in, the, in playoff football. Um, you know, Boston Scott had a good game. Um, the little guy. You know – <clears throat> and uh, overall, yeah, Jalen Hurts just looked looked to be his old self, and it just it was the Giants had no shot. Now everyone's out on Daniel Jones, but I was just like the the Giants just walked into a buzzsaw. They need they need plenty more help uh, around Daniel Jones. I don't think you need to give up on him yet, but it's a little bit of a reality check for sure. Yeah, I'm not but sure I've seen that people are giving up on him, but the he definitely. You know, his uh, his deal is going to be marked down a couple million after that game. But people still seem to have some kind of faith in him. And you know, I think as long as Brian Dayball is uh, in control of things, then they do have a future. I saw Saquon possibly turn down a $12 million a year offer. So he said he's not concerned about money, but they're saying that he wants something in the McCaffrey range, which is a fool's contract to take on. So good luck. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, yeah. But Eagles advance to the NFC Championship, uh, and we'll get into the game that sends their opponent that way. Do you want to take this one for the start? You're kind of yeah. I mean, it was it was a it was a close game. The for I mean, it was it was a close game to the end um, between two teams that just had very solid defenses, and uh, you know, nineteen twelve, uh, San Fran. Um, they over They got lucky, but. Dak Prescott definitely didn't do himself any favors. Nope. I can only imagine what Dallas Sports Radio was like this morning. I have a good friend of mine um, uh, from my uh, from my Army days that lives in Dallas, and uh, we were talking about it a little bit last night. He's like, dude, uh, sports radio in Dallas this morning's going to be brutal. And I can only imagine that it was. And uh, but the 49ers did enough. Defense was good. Purdy did what he had to do to um, to get the win. McCaffrey was a stud. Uh, you know, Robbie Gold continues to prove that he may be one of the biggest uh, one of the one of the Bears' big, biggest mistakes was letting him go because uh, he is clearly one of the best field goal kickers in the league. You know, Brett Maher uh, redeems himself. He can he can he can kick field goals. He can't kick extra points. And uh, but again, they got it done. Purdy didn't have any, uh, you know, uh, giveaways um, and uh, any turnovers, and but he was efficient enough to get them to win. And now the real test is next week. But uh, good win by the Niners. It was just good old school football, man. Back and forth defensive defensive matchup, and just it was going to be one play that changed everything, and that's what happened. Yeah, this this was kind of how I felt initially with the Cowboys and Bucks game. It was kind of a defensive stalemate, and I was waiting to see what team made the first mistake. And the Cowboys had gotten in a rhythm in that game, and then Brady, you know, threw that weird lofting pick into the end zone. And this was a similar game, but like you said, the Cowboys made the first mistake, and Dak threw two picks. Um, 
Brock Purdy did kind of look more like a backup the first half of the game. The pressure generated by the Cowboys, it looked like they were just blowing through that line. Um, what I was surprised about is um, Micah Parsons uh, was getting held up for a little bit, and then they just started putting him in different positions on the line, you know, blitzing, going through the middle, not necessarily setting him up on the edge, and uh, that made things a little more interesting. But still, you know, he didn't hit home enough to, to make a true impact. Um, but clearly he's pissed him and um, Debo Samuel were John at it today. But, you know, in general, I, I think it kind of showed that Brock Purdy can be a bit exposed if the pressure is right. And he's going to be facing another solid dose of it um, against the Eagles. And we'll get into uh, those predictions now. Do you want to go Chiefs Bengals first or do you want to go NFC? What are you feeling? We, uh, you know what? Start with the best. Uh, we will start with the second. Eagles game. it is. Okay. I'm oh, sorry. No, we'll start, we'll mm-hmm. start with the game two of uh, the primetime game of uh, Championship Sunday with the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Cincinnati Bungles uh, oh, at Arrowhead. Um, it's going to be, I mean, I can't come on here and really talk shit to lack of a better term to to the Bengals they have owned us um you know the last three times we played them we have lost granted it's been by like less than a touchdown every time um I think it's like uh I think it's the last three games it's like it's like 10 points is the total amount of points that we've actually lost to them by so it's always been close I think uh we'll see an inspired game by Patrick Mahomes a valiant effort on his on his one foot Captain Frog will lead the Chiefs. I think Isaiah Pacheco is going to have a huge game. Obviously, the safety blanket, Travis Kelsey, will do everything he can to uh, to uh, to have a um, you know just another Travis Kelsey type of game where he's just absolutely dominant. Dominant. Um, you know, it'd be great if Nicole Hardman could come back, just another weapon. I think the Chiefs end up winning by. Three, I think it's 31-28 Kansas City. I hate to do it because I said definitively last offseason of the Bengals, and I'll call myself out, the Bengals would not be going back to the Super Bowl. I think I'm going to be wrong, unfortunately. I think they're going to win. Um, I think, like you said, valiant effort that Mahomes is going to go out with a high ankle sprain and try to play this game. But as we know, if they know that he can't roll out and he's going to be contained to the pocket, which he doesn't like. He likes to roll out to either side and bootleg and make plays. Um, it's going to change his game a little bit. So I think that he's going to be targeted, and they know they hit him hard enough. I won't say they're going to intentionally injure him because that's craziness, but you know he'll only be able to take so much punishment before he's going to have to come out. So it could be a valiant effort for the worst, like you said, to his detriment. It just really makes me nervous. If he was healthy... One hundred percent or eighty percent, I would take that. I would take the Chiefs in this game because I think the interior pressure from Chris Jones is something that they weren't facing against the Bills. And you guys do have a couple of corners that like, and say you know Thornhill can play press man. Legarius Sneed could lock up really any any wide receiver um, if that's his given assignment. So stick him on Chase, and and we'll see what happens. But. It's it's really going to be interesting. Uh, you guys are really going to have to – the defense is going to have to tighten up, um, you know, as they did against the Jags. But this is a whole nother weapon. So hopefully it's more of an even playing field. You know, maybe the Bengals just thrive better in the snow that time against the Bills. And as we said, the Bills 
I don't even think their scheme was was what best fit that that style of game. Um, but I am going to have to take the Bengals in this one. I'm going to say 27-21. So yeah. I'm, I'm on Twitter. I like to just update it when we're talking. So uh, Cody Tapp, this is what he said. Okay, this is what Andy Reid said. Andy Reid said he thinks Mahomes' high ankle sprain isn't as bad as the one he suffered week one in 2019 against the Jags. The next week after that injury, you know what he did? He went for 443 yards, four touchdowns, zero zero interceptions against what team do you think he did? did God, the Raiders, right? Yes, he did. Oh, come on! Yep. Yep. Yeah, 2019 was a rough year. Yeah. All right. Well, I hey, for your sake, I hope you're right. I'm going to stick with my prediction and not go back. I think they'll still see him hobbling around. But the trainers, you know, this has got to be, hey, anyone else that's hurt, take a back seat. We, we have to treat this guy yeah. like. Uh, yeah, right. Here's a Band-Aid. Um, so I'm going to have to take them in. It should be a fantastic game. Really, momentum is going to be key. If you guys can make Burrow just hold on to the ball for a little bit, your defensive line, like Carl Loftus, Frank Clark, and Chris Jones should be able to just annihilate that group right there. Um, so I hope that we have more to talk about and that this isn't the end of your season. Um, and for all those listening out there, Coach coach may be, the, may be attending the game either as a fan or uh, as a representative of RTK. We'll see what, what happens with the NFL front office. We're still working with them on that one. Um, but we'll see. So either way, he should be at the game. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, hopefully you bring that good karma there to them. I hope so, sir. And let's look at the NFC Championship. Eagles versus 49ers. I think that the Eagles defense is just as good as the Niners. I think the Eagles offense has the edge in this one. Hurts, obviously, over Purdy. It's going to be another tough defense for him to go against. Where's the game? Is it in Philly? Mm-hmm. I'm going it's Eagles. Philly. Yeah. I'm going Eagles 27 17. So I think they added just enough pieces and are healthy enough. They're really going in with basically everyone besides uh, you know, Chandler, what's his name from the Saints, who was out a while ago. Um, so yeah, I'm going I'm going Eagles. I think that they kind of stack up e- evenly with them or above them in really in every category. And, uh, you know, that, that's just the way I see it. I think the Brock Purdy thing will, will kind of show it's I, – I know he's, like, undefeated as, as Mr. – what is it? Irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's going to come crashing at some point. And I think, unfortunately, that the luck's only going to last so long. So I don't think they'll be playing a Super Bowl with the last pick in the draft. It would be a great story. Media lines would go, go absolutely bonkers for it. But truthfully, I want to see two seasoned quarterbacks that are going to make this competitive in the end. Um, so ideally I would like to see a Mahomes hurts Super Bowl, and maybe that's what it is. My prediction is that it's going to be a hurts burrow Super Bowl. What do you think about this Eagles Niners matchup coach? I'm going the 49ers. Um, you are, yeah, I'm going to take the 49ers. I want it to be a chiefs, um, Wanted to be a Chiefs 49ers rematch. You do a lot of red. Yeah, I do. I got, I got some personal reasons for that. Um, but, uh, yes, I want, I want it to be 49ers and chiefs. I think, uh, is that what you think it's going to be? You do. Yes, I do. I think, 
I think McCaffrey's going to have one of those legendary games. You know, he's shining in the playoffs so far. Uh, he had like, a, I think, one or two playoff games before he, uh, before this year with the 49ers. Um, I think he's going to have a legendary game. I think Debo has a big game. And I think Brock Purdy goes out there and, uh, and shocks and people, you know, Kyle Shanahan said he's the most calm, cool, collected guy that he's ever met as a rookie. Um, so I think he's got some, I think he's got some brass balls and I think he's going to go into Philadelphia. I think he's going to get the win. I think uh, he's going to probably have some batteries thrown at him, but uh, I think the yeah. Niners will end up winning on a field goal. Wow. Uh, it's going to be, I'm going to go 30 to 27. And I think it's going to be Robbie gold sealing a deal in Philly. He has been pretty consistent. I'll give him that. Um, so we'll see. That's, that's going to be a close one. Uh, you know, we, I don't know. This is just, it's going to, I mean, this, this will be a great weekend. What time's the Eagles Niners game? That's first. Yeah. It's the first game. All right. And that is wild. And then there's the chance that uh, we'll be sending coach out there to Arizona if the chiefs make it to the super bowl. So who knows? Um, but this is uh, going to be very exciting. And, you know, my official prediction of Bills and Packers Super Bowl did not come to fruition. The Packers not even making the playoffs. So it is what it is. Um, at least there's some interesting teams in here. But I, truthfully, even though I pick them, I would not like the Bengals to uh, to make it. So, you know, I hope that I'm wrong, at least in one of these predictions. And, uh, you know, you get to carry on covering your team for the remainder of the season. Yes, sir. And then on a RTK specific note, head over to Underdog and make your playoff bets for the divisional round. Uh, sign up. Use promo code RTK. Every deposit you make, up to a hundred dollars, will be matched. Free money. Make some bets. Make some pickums. Uh, a lot of stuff on there that you can do to make yourself some cash uh, before tax season rolls around. Boom. And, and then obviously RTK on SeatGeek. If you want to join me in Arrowhead, or you want to buy your tickets. Buy RTK, baby. RTK. And bring some bodyguards if you're going to Philly. Because they're, yes, uh, they're, they're if nuts. If you're wearing Niners gear, gear, bring some bodyguards. Oh, yeah. God, that's going to be a rough. I don't know if anyone smart would do that. but All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. Um, hopefully, Coach has a bright, shining smile for you. And uh, you know, maybe we'll do a live stream or hop in the if Coach. Well, you're going to be there, so we won't be doing a live stream. But maybe for Super Bowl time. So. You might be there also. All right. Hit us up on all social media, Twitter, Facebook, etc. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Let's go Chiefs, baby. Let's go. Brady, stay away from Vegas. Thank you.